girl. We had a telegram from Mrs. Spencer today saying they were coming on the 5.30 train tonight. So Matthew went to Bright River to meet him. Well, Marilla, said Mrs. Rachel, I'll just tell you plain that I think you're doing a mighty foolish thing. A risky thing, that's what. You're bringing a strange child into your home and you don't know a single thing about him. Why, only last week I read in the paper how a man and his wife up west took a boy out of an orphan asylum and he set fire to the house and nearly burnt them to a crisp in their beds. If you had asked my advice in the matter, I'd have said for mercy's sake not to think of such a thing. That's what. Marilla knitted steadily on. I don't deny there's something in what you say, Rachel, but Matthew was terrible set on it. And as for the risk... There's risks in pretty near everything a body does in this world. There's risks in people's having children of their own, if it comes to that. They don't always turn out well. Well, I hope it will turn out all right, said Mrs. Rachel. Only don't say I didn't warn you if he burns green gables down or puts strychnine in the well. I heard of a case over in New Brunswick where an orphan asylum child did that, and the whole family died in fearful agonies. Only it was a girl in that instance. Well, we're not getting said Marilla, as if poisoning wells were a purely feminine accomplishment. I'd never dream of taking a girl to bring up. Well, of all things that ever were or will be, exclaimed Mrs. Rachel on her way home, I'm sorry for that poor young one, and no mistake. It seems uncanny to think of a child at Green Gables somehow. There's never been one there. For Matthew and Marilla were grown up when the new house was built. I wouldn't be in that orphan's shoes for anything. My, but I pity him, that's what. If Mrs. Rachel could have seen the child who was waiting patiently at the Bright River Station at that very moment, her pity would have been still and more profound. Matthew Cuthbert and the sorrel mare jogged comfortably over the eight miles to Bright River. When he reached Bright River, there was no sign of any train, so he tied his horse in the yard and went over to the station house. The long platform was almost deserted, the only living creature in sight being a girl who was sitting on a pile of shingles at the extreme end. Matthew encountered the station master and asked him if the 5.30 train would soon be along. The 5.30 train has been in and gone half an hour ago, he answered. But there was a passenger dropped off for you, a little girl. She's sitting out there on the shingles. I'm not expecting a girl, said Matthew blankly. It's a boy I've come for. The station master whistled. Guess there's some mistake. Mrs. Spencer came off the train with that girl and said you and your sister were adopting her from an orphan asylum. You'd better question the girl yourself. Maybe they were out of boys of the brand you wanted. <laughs> he walked jauntily away, and poor Matthew was left to do that which was harder for him than bearding a lion in its den. Walk up to a girl, a strange girl, an orphan girl, and demand of her why she wasn't a boy. The child was about eleven, and garbed in a very short, ugly dress of yellowish-gray wincey, she wore a faded brown sailor hat, and beneath the hat, extending down her back, 
were two braids of very thick, decidedly red hair. She stood up and she held out her hand. I suppose you are Mr. Matthew Cuthbert of Green Gables. I'm very glad to see you. I was beginning to be afraid you weren't coming for me. I had made up my mind that if you didn't come for me tonight, I'd go down the track to that big wild cherry tree at the bend and climb up into it to stay all night. I wouldn't be a bit afraid, and it would be lovely to sleep in a wild cherry tree. And I was quite sure you would come for me in the morning if you didn't tonight. Matthew had taken the scrawny little hand awkwardly in his. Then and there, he decided what to do. He could not tell this child with the glowing eyes that there had been a mistake. He would take her home and let Marilla do that. Marilla came briskly forward as Matthew entered and stopped short in amazement. Matthew Cuthbert, who's that? Where is